Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for October the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Our goal to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. We use the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We were not live Saturday. We were live Friday. A quick recap. We had on Chris Carlson, and we talked about the allegory of the dime and the nickel, written by Chris Carlson himself. Great allegory, highlighting how we're being fleeced in America, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the guy says, the day I stop taking dimes, or the day I start taking dimes is the day free money stops. Anyway, you got to listen to it. It's incredible. We also talked about two fakes and a fleece, a lesson on how to stop fraud. We talked about meet Harriet Hagman. Yeah, Trump's backing her, but she's against Donald big time. It's amazing. The swamp continues. Another establishment hack, Evan McMullen. He's going to be going against Mike Lee. Evan is not a conservative in any way, shape, or form. Beware of that reality check. We also talked about Francis Hogan, Facebook's fake whistleblower. We talked about how the deep state turned social media into spyware after being hired by AT&T, an interesting little company you ought to research. <clears throat> the company, Leader Technologies. Check it out. It's scary as all get out. Listen to Friday's broadcast, first hour. Second hour, we talked to our guest, Tina Horlocker, about the WeCanAct.net conference. We also talked to guest Alina Erickson, freedom fighter and defender of truth. Great, great two hours on your radio. Still available at LibertyRoundTable.com and LovingLiberty.net. Without further ado, Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org with us. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Thank you for having me, Sam. Good to be with you. All right. Sad to mention that we got to talk about two sexual assaults. The first one, Loudoun County School Board meeting erupts after sex assault bombshell. Uh, this is shocking stuff, but we could have predicted it too, Lowell. Yeah, we could have because that particular school district um, allows male students uh, to use female facilities such as restrooms and locker rooms you know if a boy little boy wants to decide that he's going to be a girl he wears a skirt to school then he's allowed to use the female restrooms and locker room facilities you know what could go wrong what possibly could go wrong with that well one of the stonebridge high school students was a young woman um last name uh, smith uh, who was cornered in a restroom by this boy and uh, forced to, to do uh, sexual favors for this boy. Basically sexually assaulted his, uh, Scott Smith's ninth grade daughter. Now, Scott Smith, he attended a board meeting to, 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 to tell the school board, uh, you know, the damage his policy, their policy did. And uh, he got arrested at that school board meeting because he was speaking up for his daughter. And uh, he was dragged out and media covered it and, and he was labeled a domestic terrorist, and that's what partially part of the reason, I guess, why the the uh, the, uh, the National uh, Education Association wrote to the Biden administration and pled with them 
to, uh, you know, to stop domestic terrorists like this. So the Biden administration talked to the FBI, and they're investigating parents who oppose these radical policies. Um, that, that was the genesis, really, of, of that uh, national policy. Well, Sam, the answer, the real answer, as you know, is to get our children out of the public schools, to starve the beast, just like we said last week, starve the beast. And uh, this is just one more example of why parents should pull their children out of public school and provide their instruction at home. You know, one, one of the commenters on this piece at Breitbart News summarized the situation very well. He said this, he says, this hypersexualized young boy, given the okay by his parents, comes to school in a skirt so that he can use the girl's bathroom. Once there, he forces a young girl, which is Smith's daughter, to have sex with him. Smith complains. The kid is quietly transferred to another school, fondles yet another girl there. And not only is this kid sick, but so are his parents and the school board. The school board tried to cover that up. And when Smith goes ballistic at a school board meeting, they deny the crime, have him arrested, and then they write the letter to Biden to call the FBI to protect them from domestic terrorists. So, Sam, it looks, it just feels like an episode from the Twilight Zone. I don't know how else to explain it, Sam. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If that's not enough for you, in the Loudoun County School Board, the issue uh, is bad enough that we let you know males and females together and boys can be girls and then go in and really uh, assault a woman, a girl. That's bad enough. But you know what? Then the government school board literally covered it up, ladies and gentlemen, after sex assault bombshell. They don't want their agenda to be exposed for what it really is. And so, the, to me, the insult to injury is the cover-up. You know, it reminds me of the Nixon scenario a little bit, where it's like, hey, it's one thing to do that, but then to lie and cover it up is what took the president down back in the day. Well, we ought to take the school board down over this. What on earth are they doing covering it up? What are they thinking? But it gets worse. And let me tell you the public display that's going on to illustrate your point right now. There's another headline that just got released. Burlington High School in Vermont literally put on a drag show at halftime at a sporting event, crowd cheers, students and faculty parading in support of LGBTQ, whatever Q, people, okay? So you literally now have the government school at halftime in the open, students and faculty promoting the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender agenda at Burlington High School in Vermont, and it's out in the open now, lol. That's what wow. they're doing. That's what they're trained to do, and that's what they will continue to do. Now, for the last 25 years, I've been telling you the government schools are the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto. They're godless. They're perverted. And everybody used to say, well, not in my school. Well, you don't think so, huh? Natalie Klein breaks it all down for you and puts the reality check to the point I've been making for longer than 25 years, lol. She sure does, Sam. She was our speaker at the Highland meeting October 1st, and uh, she spent the evening outlining the social-emotional learning, which is SEL. We'll be saying that a lot, SEL, social-emotional learning, and critical race theory, CRT, that is woven into the fabric of our curriculum here and around the country. Uh, SEL is driven by CASEL, which is the Collaborative for Academic, Social, and Emotional Learning. 
C-A-S-E-L, CASEL. CASEL identifies five competencies of, of SEL. They are self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making. Now, that all sounds well and good. It really sounds nice. But the devil is truly in the details. You know, Castle was founded, uh, I guess the background, Castle was founded in 1994, and over the years has become the leading nonprofit behind, or behind the psychology of learning. Castle leaders worked with the Obama administration in 2008 to 2016 to fundamentally transform the entire U.S. education system around behavioral science. In 2016, the Obama administration passed the Every Student Succeeds Act, which replaced the U.S. vision for academic learning with a Marxist view for social justice activism. So all this black liberation theology and the LGBTQ rights and stuff, all of this is at the core of this vision, you know, CRT and CSE, gender ideology. And so now if you dig into the details of this, Castle's reforms are systemic by design. So it's not a single classroom course that can be stopped easily. Castle's reforms pervades all lessons, all activities, all settings, you know, the classroom and the school and the home and in the community. So this will be showing up in our communities too, folks, not just our schools. SEL is not just for students, it's for teachers, parents, it's for the entire community. It's part of teacher training. It includes parent and family engagement plans. It is comprehensive. And just for an example, uh, Natalie gave us this example at Delta High School. And I'm assuming this is Delta, Utah, Sam, where you used to live. Delta High School required its students to download the Hero app without parental knowledge or consent. That app is an SEL data collecting student behavior management tracking app that also encourages civic engagement with leftist-leaning organizations in order to earn social credit points. It's, it's basically the China, what they're doing in China, the social credit scoring. So SEL standards are global competencies. Um, academic testing policies are now equity-based behavioral assessment policies. School grading now measures schools for compliance with SEL, right? So if you don't score high, if your school doesn't score high on SEL, you get less funding. So there's incent monetary incentives to, to, to transform your school into an SEL school. Now, again, what is SEL? Well, it is social emotional learning. It's a teaching pedagogy that prepares students' minds to accept ra racial and social justice, comprehensive sexuality education, that's what CSE stands for, Comprehensive sexual, Sexuality Education, and Gender Ideology. Now, social-emotional learning is not what you and I think it is. We think social is to be friendly. But to Castle, social is collective thought. You and I think emotional is how you feel about something, but to Castle, emotional is radical activism and moral relativism. S-E-L is the term you need to remember, ladies and gentlemen. It's in your government schools. Lowell Nelson continues in mere seconds on your radio.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission. morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Natalie Klein exposes radical agenda, not only in Utah schools, but around the country, ladies and gentlemen. Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org with me. Some parents might think these uh, competencies are not in their schools, ladies and gentlemen. But I assure you, they are, Natalie explains. Our research, meaning myself and Lowell Nelson, our research, we agree. C-A-S-E-L is what you got to remember. They control the United States and Utah's education system literally from top to bottom, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It is out of control, Lowell. Uh, And all I can say is this, you're going to see more and more of it. But here's what's interesting. At first glance, it's subtle. And you, you actually applaud it. You go, you know what? This is all right. And believe it or not, we've found people teaching it and parroting it without even knowing it, Lowell. Yeah, good people are unwittingly, unknowingly supporting Castle's objectives. In May, for example, May of this year, Abby Cox, who's the wife of our current Utah governor, she was on FM 100 with the chair of Castle, Tim Shriver, discussing their shared objectives for social-emotional learning in schools, you know, how COVID is affecting our children, how we can have, you know, how we can take this opportunity to unite around a new vision for education in America. I mean, all of that fluff, and it sounds wonderful, but, but you get down to the details, and it's shocking. I mean, it's so shocking. And, and Sam, if this were the only thing we were to discuss on today's show, I would be perfectly happy because I think it is so important for parents in Utah and outside of Utah because this is everywhere. This is endemic 
to the to your education establishment in your state, in your school board, wherever you live, this SEL is there. And it's, in, it's woven into the fabric of the curriculum. Every single course that is taught uh, has, uh, you know, this woven into the fabric. And, and so knowing that, knowing, knowing what's coming to your public school, knowing what's there in your public school today and last year, in fact, and, and before that, is, is so important because you, we need to get our children out of public school. I mean, that's the only, it is, it's systemic, right? This, this, um, this basic pornography is systemic in the public school system. Um, let, let me just hit these five competencies again, Sam. The things that sound so good, like self-awareness, that's the first competency uh, promoted by SEL. Self-awareness, but what it really means is racial, class, gendered identity, sexual orientation, and so forth, right? So you got to know who you are. And so to, to find out who you are, well, they ask you And, and let me stop well, you there. We yeah. used to, in our society, everybody used to use God and your relationship with God. You are a son or daughter of your heavenly father. That used to be the mm -hmm. fundamental teaching. Okay, now that's replaced with this um, self-awareness that's secular-based, that's godless, that's communist, that's socialist, that's transgender, that's anything but you're a child of God. Exactly, Sam. And the second competency, and by the way, these competencies are global competencies. This is being taught around the planet, Sam, not just in the United States, but around the planet. This self-awareness is now the first global competency that is that is being taught in schools around the planet and that people are being tested on, that schools are being measured on, this, this is uh, insidious. So, okay, so self-management is the second thing, the second competence, self-management. Well, what it really means is it, it, it's being part of the collective. It's not what you believe is right, but what the collective believes is right. For example, not using someone's preferred pronoun could be considered sexual harassment, right? I mean, and, and okay, so the third competency, social awareness, means belonging to the board, for example, developing a collective mindset, consuming LGBTQ books, literature, and movies. You know, and this drag uh, halftime show at Burlington High School, that's part of this social awareness movement, this third competency. Um, relationship skills, the fourth competency, means collaboration or working well with others, doing what you're told, raising your social credit score, reading books such as how to stand up to the adults in your life, and parents are roadblocks to learning, right? Reading that type of material distance, to, to distance you, the students away from their, their parents. That's what that's all intended, those relationship skills. If, you're, if you want a high score here, then you've got to be able to stand up to your mom and dad and, and think that they don't know nothing, right? I mean, that's part of the, that, that. And then the, the fifth competency here is what they call responsible decision-making. Well, yeah, that sounds wonderful, but it really means distributive justice for social problems and the well-being of the collective. You, you, uh, here is where they talk about the website, loveisrespect.org. And I, I browsed that website last night, Sam, and it is horrific. It teaches students how to reduce sexual risk instead of teaching abstinence or avoidance. And basically, it's comprehensive sexuality education um, all on one website. 
and they and they teach the very first thing you see when you go to the website is how to erase your website history so your parents don't know you've been there. It's just insidious, Sam. Um, I, I, I can't say loudly enough that parents need to know these competencies are in their public schools. I assure you they are there. Natalie Klein is a member of our state school board. She's the one that brought this presentation to the Highland meeting and, um, and t told us about it. And, and, and really, Sam, I did not know our education system was in such shambles, has sunken so low. We just need yeah, to and I don't mean to be rude, it. but I've been telling everybody for 25 plus years, listen to me. It's not in your supreme law of the land, the Constitution. It's not in your Bill of Rights. It's not in your Declaration of Independence. It's not in your Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers. Okay, it's not in anything American, but it is the 10th plank of the communist manifesto. That's compulsory, government-driven, government-funded, government-ran, government-controlled education by force. Okay, and if you don't think it's going to come to this, I don't mean to be offensive, but you're flat-out ignorant. You cannot have communist principles, one of the 10 planks to make a nation completely communist, and expect it to go well. If you think that, you have been absolutely deceived. And now you're just seeing the fruits of the abuses. That's all. Anyway, good for Natalie to bring this up. Good for Lowell to highlight this, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't think it's in your school, you just learn about this uh, cell. Uh, you got to look out for it. It's in your schools. And if you think the governors and some of these other plans to circumvent the federal government are the answer, they're just as... Uh, mixed with it as anything else. doesn't matter if the state or the federal government controls government education. It's still the 10th plank of the communist. Did you hear me? The communist manifesto. All right, so there you have it. It is in your schools, ladies and gentlemen. Beware. Moving right along, COVID relief funds distributed to cities and states require compliance with VAX mandates. Here comes the strings, Lull. <laughs> the strings are attached. Let's go right to that part of the American Rescue Plan of 2021 administered by the U.S. Treasury. It says that the recipient of these funds, I'm talking about these billions and billions of dollars that are being allocated to the various states, which then allocate them to counties and cities and so forth. The recipient of these funds agrees to comply with all other applicable federal statutes, regulations, and executive orders. Emphasis on executive orders. So when the president of the United States issues the executive order that you that uh, contract federal contractors have to, to to get the jab have to take the vaccine man uh, you know have to yeah the COVID vaccine they because they work for the feds and they use they, they have contracts with the feds they have to do it if they accept these funds and these funds are going all over the the country and in fact. Even more alarming is the fact that these federal COVID relief funds can be used by local cities and counties to replace private sector businesses that don't comply with the vaccine mandate. So, for example, a local city or a county in the United States, they might decide to use the federal funds to launch a local you know, ambulance service that puts a private ambulance provider out of business or a local medical ER service or a local ISP telecommunications service. You know, so if you're a local service and you don't uh, get the vax, then th these funds can be used to put you out of business. It's, and, and so the Federal Reserve, they continue to print an unlimited quantity of this fake fiat mon money. They're just going to dish it out to counties and cities and states and 
They're going to – basically, it's a communist-style takeover of America's local economy, Sam. So Under they're doing the it with money via the fake Federal Reserve, and it will never stop until the dollar fails. They're doing it with your government schools. They're doing it with your money. It just goes on and on, Lowell. Yeah, it's a it's a basic uh, kind of a universal basic income for local government municipalities. All this bailout money, and it's killing small town America, Sam. It's a well, while they're destroying takeover. the economy in America, ladies and gentlemen, empty Christmas stockings for you. Yeah, don't blame COVID. That's what they want you to blame. Blame California. Quick details in seconds. Then our incredible guests coming up right here on Liberty Roundtable Live, packed with news the networks refuse to use. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Colin Powell was an American politician, diplomat, and retired four-star general who served as the 65th Secretary of State from 2001 to 2005, has died from COVID-19 complications. His family reported the passing on Facebook Monday. He was 84. General Powell speaking at the National Association of Counties one year ago. Yeah, I was born in Harlem and uh, raised in Harlem and the South Bronx section of New York, one of the worst sections of New York. But I was blessed with uh, two immigrant parents who were just wonderful. And uh, they made it clear that even though I was not the brightest kid in the family, uh, it was expected that I would do my very best and get an education. And in the family, they didn't care so much if you studied to be a doctor or a lawyer, as long as you were getting an education. And what they kept pushing at us is that we came to this country to do better. USA Radio News. If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. President Clinton was released from a California hospital on Sunday after receiving antibiotics for a urological infection. 75-year-old Clinton was admitted to the University of California at Irvine Medical Center last Tuesday after feeling weak from an infection. Let's get a booster shot update with Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau. This past week, an FDA advisory panel approved booster shots for many who received the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccines. Dr. Anthony Fauci spoke about the need for boosters based on information being gathered both here in the United States and also in Israel while appearing on Fox News Sunday. It's very, very clear that there's waning immunity 
and that we do need to boost individuals who've received any of the three products that we've uh, been dealing with right now. The FDA advisory panel's recommendation will now go to the full organization prior to the issue being taken up by the CDC. We are USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Lowell Nelson with me. <clears throat> Quick final topic before we bring on our guest. Empty Christmas stockings. Don't blame COVID. Blame California. Quickly, this one must get out, though, ladies and gentlemen. All the port problems, all the containers in wrong places, all the supply chain fiascos, they want to blame it on COVID and act like, oh, golly, because people couldn't work for a couple of weeks or a day or, uh, I don't know, two years now. I'm sorry, it was a... 14 days well i guess it's two years now that hey everything's just messed up and there's some truth to that but that isn't the core reason at all it all starts in california lowell it really does the shipping containers are just sitting there not enough people to unload them but uh and 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 the the implication is that if people would stop being selfish and take the vaccines well the whole problem would magically vanish but that's pure nonsense the problem the California passed a couple laws that destroyed much of California's trucking industry. Uh, the trucky, truckers are aging out of the job. New ones aren't coming along. The federal law, which is unconstitutional, requires truckers to be at least 21 and kids who leave school at 17, 18, they get involved in other careers. And so that leads trucker shortfalls. That's a long-term problem. The short-term problem is that California's law takes trucks off the road. They, 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 they made this agreement with the Air Quality Board of California. And uh, so trucks with, that are older than the 2011 model or that used engines manufactured before 2010, they will, they're not going to get uh, uh, stamped as being licensed to, for use in California, right, because they're not new enough. They, they, they're not clean enough. And so there's like a bunch of trucks that, that can't be used in California anymore. Uh, another short-term problem there is that they, they, they care that uh, they they uh, uh, half the truckers in the country are these um, uh, private privately owned, right? And so the private owner operator trucks uh, can't be used there, and so half of the fleet trucks can't be used there because of this air quality decision. And so they 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 can be used outside of California, but not inside of California. So they've got these clean air trucks basically going from the port to the border of California, the eastern border, and then offloading their materials to other trucks, the older trucks, that they can then go beyond to the rest of the United States. And, and so that's one big, big problem with the trucking industry right there in California. They've basically shot themselves in the foot, and it's going to affect the rest of the country. And then the second law that California passed was a stop to the unions, Basically, traditionally, the ports have been served by owner-operators. Well, they're non-union. But under this law AB-5, California has now banned owner-operators. And without them, very little cargo will get moved from the containers to the trucks for shipping around the country. So that means less in stores and empty Christmas stockings. Sam, that's the story. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a tragic reality check. They want you to believe everything is the COVID or everything is climate change. They lie and they deceive you. And, man, our next guest has such a long a stack of credentials, it's hard to even fathom. Her name is Lee Dundas, ladies and gentlemen. 
She's a human rights attorney. She's an abolitionist dedicated to preserving basic freedoms while also combating global injustices like child slavery, the peddling of medical tyranny disguised as, quote, progress. Her career spans three decades. She uh, has represented Fortune 500 companies in high-dollar courtroom battles, etc. cetera. Uh, that happened all in the early 90s, but now she's changed to humanitarian work. Nearly a decade ago, she's been jumping into this stuff. She's involved in an anti-slavery NGO. Uh, I'm telling you, she's their general counsel. She's been involved with frontline doctors. I mean, she's just done so many things that's shocking. Lee, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And now you're going to the WeCanAct.net conference, huh? I surely am. There's an awesome conference going on this Friday and Saturday in Salt Lake City, October 22nd. I'll be opening it up at uh, in, in the noon, 1 o'clock hour there. We've got General Flynn. We've got Simone Gold. We've got Dr. Rashid Batar. Uh, we've got Senator Wendy, Wendy Rogers. I mean, it's just going to be an all-star lineup. And uh, we're going to be talking about things that people really need to know about today. I, you know, I, I work as, you know, your litany of my, uh, my crazy credentials just uh, talked about. I work in third world countries. I work in countries that have had communist takeovers since I've been alive. You know, I, I talk to Cambodians whose families uh, succumbed and or survived uh, the Cambodian genocide, which was, you know, under the direction of Pol Pot in the late 1970s. And uh, like it or lump it, we are in the middle of something very similar right now. And uh, information is power, and people need to know what's going on so they can actually combat it in their little uh, corners of the world. And that's what we're going to be doing Friday, Saturday. So I would encourage your listening audience, if they've not yet bought their uh, ticket, pull over, stop what you're doing, put down the, the cereal for the kids, and uh, go to wecanact.net. Uh, and get your tickets. They're not that pricey. They're actually very reasonable. You get uh, things like, I think, a free membership to Front Sight, some really cool place where you can learn to shoot stuff. Uh, so all the men in the audience should be jumping for joy over that and all the, all the women who were uh, tomboys like I was. Uh, but more importantly, you're going you're gonna to get the information you need to keep your kids safe, your family safe, and get this country back to what, what we were used to growing up, Sam. Put in the keyword, all caps, liberty, and you get 50 bucks off every ticket, weekendact.net. Now, Lee Dundas, it's hard for me to know with someone with your credentials, you've been through it all, uh, you know, the Fortune 500 corporate battles in the, in the courtrooms there to, uh, you know, children trafficking and slavery and all this kind of stuff, and then the medical tyranny. It's hard to, to even point out which problem's the worst, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, it, it should... I think strike fear not just to, to your heart and my heart, my friend, but to, to everybody listening that all the way up until March of 2020, for the better part of the last decade, I was spending my time pretty evenly divided between being an Orange County soccer mom and uh, living in brothels, child brothels in um, in Southeast Asia, where we were trying to get help for the you know seven-year-olds that were being sold for profit to be to be raped ten times a night to pedophiles uh, by the Asian mafias and those big criminal syndicates. And the sad reality is, human slavery is a huge problem. It is the fastest-growing crime on the planet and the second-largest crime on the planet, second only to drugs. And it's going to take over drugs in the next uh, ten years, they estimate, uh, for the simple reason that there's a hell of a lot, pardon my French, more profit in selling a seven-year-old to a sex buyer than there is in selling cocaine to an addict. So every mafia and every small-time gangbanger down here in SoCal, where I live, Southern California, they've moved into selling children instead of illegal weapons or drugs. But 
I stopped doing that pretty much on a dime in March of 2020 because what I saw coming to our shores was actually potentially a worse human rights violation than what I was at, at that point fighting in Southeast Asia. And that would be? That would be what I believe to be a second Holocaust, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to say it louder every time the LA Times calls me out as being a Nazi for saying my governor is a Nazi. But the only darn difference between – because you got to realize, these totalitarian tyrants don't start their genocidal plans the way they end them. Everybody keeps running around going, you can't analogize this to the Holocaust. I'm sorry, I beg to differ. It is exactly the way Hitler started, and if you don't know that, it's because you actually slept through your American history class. Hitler didn't start by baking people in ovens. That's where he ended. Where he started was by changing 400 laws over a six-year span so that he could more easily do what he actually wanted to do, which was hunting his Jewish brethren as opposed to making the country more safe. Uh, but you know what they do is they use a false flag, Right? And then they run around and they say, oh, we're under attack. In Hitler's case, it was the communists are coming, the communists are coming. And he ran around the country after the burning of the Reichstag building, which he blamed on the communists, although many people think, think now that he said it himself or, or the Nazis did. And he said, hey, we're under attack. We need to make our country safer. Let's, uh, let's start changing our laws to do that. So he changed 400 laws in six years that didn't protect them from the commies, but did allow them to come to power and eventually commit one of the worst atrocities this world has ever seen. My governor, Governor Newsom, changed 600 law, or 400 laws in the period of six months. The only darn difference right now between Newsom and Hitler is the fact that my guy is moving 12 times faster by the numbers. And that is what we are seeing in a lot of the blue states right now, Sam. It's frightening. We have depersonalization going on. We have uh, you know, weaponizing our institutions against the common man, making mothers and fathers who are speaking out at school boards the enemy and saying the FBI and the DOJ are going to go against them so that they can chill free speech and the gathering of people which are protected rights under our First Amendment. You've got people being beaten in the street this last week in San Luis Obispo because they tried to go to a concert without a Vax passport. In Lithuania and Australia right now, it is the Warsaw ghetto. You can't go outside if you're unvaccinated. You can't go to a store if you're unvaccinated. You can't take your kid to the dentist if you're unvaccinated. We have white-collar workers who for the last four weeks have been bartering for chicken eggs in the street because overnight those governments have basically turned their country into late 1930s uh, you know, Warsaw ghetto Nazi Germany. Sounds extreme, ladies and gentlemen, but they're using the COVID as their push point to lock us all down. Then they're changing all these laws while we're focused on COVID, and then they back up and say, oh, but climate change is the key. Really, though, you can't even uh, use small engines going forward in California because they'll ruin the environment, they say. Uh, you heard the story with Lowell about the truckers, too. When we come back, Lowell Nelson's got questions for Lee Dundas as well. Weekendact.net conference coming up. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Now, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes, try it. Okay. All right, go on, take your hand. 
Care for a little oil? Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right. Raise your visor. Oh, the blue day. Yeah. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, and Sam Bushman. We've got Lee Dundas with us. She's a human rights attorney. She's been working on, wow, sex trafficking, child slavery, medical tyranny. I mentioned before the pause, I don't know which of these abuses are worse. Answer is all of them together, I guess, are the real deal. We've got to fight, stand up against, and first off, acknowledge the severity thereof. And that our federal government has been involved in sex trafficking, rogue agents within our government for a long time. Lee Dundas has been tracking them down and holding folks to account to the best of her ability. We need more Americans to get involved and do the same. We can act.net for the conference. Put in the keyword of liberty, all caps, and get 50 bucks off for every ticket you have. Lol. syndicate or crime industry that's growing. I mean, who's buying, right? I mean, who, who's buying the, the, this uh, time with these young kids, these, these sex slaves? That, that's a big, big question, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge question. And uh, the irony is the people buying are, are every man and every woman, not just, it's not just in Southeast Asia where I focus a lot. It's right here. They did a study out of Georgia a few years back where they were tracking online buyers of, of, uh, you know, of sex. And they gave them a three-tiered warning that said early in the transaction, hey, we think the girl you're buying might be underage. And then if they kept proceeding with the transaction, it was a sterner warning. Hey, you're, you're buying an underage girl, it looks like. Are you sure you want to proceed? And the third warning was, hey, dude, you're buying a kid, and that's illegal in our country, in our state. You know, basically, heads up. And uh, about, about half of the people online, half of the men buying, had no problem they may have not sought out to buy a child, but once they were very clearly warned, they had no problem completing that transaction. And it turned out, when they did further analysis, it wasn't the scuzzy guy living on the bad side of the tracks with the trench coat that was, you know, going up and doing weird things outside of junior high schools. It was white-collar workers, middle class, upper middle class and above, you know, 2.3 kids with a white picket fence on the good side of Atlanta, Georgia, who were buying. So uh, these people buying kids, they could be your school teacher, your next-door neighbor, your colleague at work. You just don't know. But it's a huge problem. 
problem and it affects our politicians. And one of the problems with the fact that it affects our politicians is once you have a crime like that in your closet, you are eminently blackmailable. And you can be bought uh, by the nearest uh, bad government, bad guy, bad enemy, uh, China. I mean, I, you know, look, look, look at last year at the election and what was found on somebody's laptop, right? Um, you just, we need to eradicate this, not just for the sake of the kids who are being sold, but because we're not doing ourselves any favor when we've got politicians who can be uh, sold to the nearest bad buyer because they've got a sex crime with a child in their, in their dark closet. Wow, and that brings us to the second question. What in the world can we do about it, right? Because politics is downstream from culture, and if we have a culture of people today where the you know the white-collar uh, worker, so-called respectable, is is the one buying these uh, services, I mean, I mean, where has our society gone? It's like we're in the toilet right now. I mean, what can we what can be done to to stem this problem? That's the big question. Well, I mean, it always starts with the one, right? You know, I, for, I forget if it's Margaret Mead, but I think she said something, and I'm going to slaughter the quote, but never doubt that a small group of people can actually, you know, make a difference or effectuate change or whatever because, indeed, they are the only ones who ever have. And uh, the fact of the matter is this last year and a half has been rough on everybody, but what it's really pointed out is our government has slid way too far toward the communist agenda. We've got 52% of millennials who have been surveyed who say they think it would be cool or awesome to live under a communist regime. Uh, I beg to differ. You want to live under a communist regime, come with me to Cambodia, where 50 years after their genocide, they still have little kids' bones and clothing washing up every time they get a torrential rain from where they were shot face down into ditches, because that's how commies roll. They make everybody equal, and then they starve everybody out, because there is always a ruling party, even once you think you've made everybody equal. Yeah, uh, and then they shoot you face equal, down. Right, Lee? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So we, we can make a difference, but we're doing it at the school board level. You see these moms and dads standing up for their kids all across the country, and they're voting with their feet if they're not getting a result. My local public school where my daughter was in fifth grade five years ago, they are down uh, from three fifth-grade classes and one fourth fifth-grade combo to one fifth-grade class. And that was... Sam, before this fall where they started trying to mandate the vax and put kids back to volleyball and masks and all kinds of other crazy. So we're but doing answer, it one person at a time. To answer Lowell's question a little bit more about who's buying, well, you know, when, this, when the Loudoun County School Board meeting erupts after sex assault bombshell because the government school board covers up the sex abuse, and then when you have Burlington High School in Vermont literally having a drag queen show at halftime, halftime where it's not just the students, but students and faculty were all prating in costume and drag and everything else. Uh, that's the halftime show in Burlington High School. You can expect what you get, ladies and gentlemen. Look, the Communist Manifesto is the 10th plank. I'm sorry, the 10th the, the plank of the Communist Manifesto is compulsory education. Now listen to this latest story to highlight the point and how blazing or brazen, I'm sorry, that it's become in America. Ready? Woman raped on Philadelphia train as bystanders watched and did nothing, stunned police say. A woman was raped on the Philadelphia train. I guess this man threatened her, tore off her clothes, and raped her, sexually assaulted her. Now, there was a lot of people on the train. Instead of intervening, all they did was film it and post it on social media, Lee. 
Wow. Uh, well, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked, my friend, because if your audience isn't familiar with the Kitty Genovese incident from uh, late 1960s New York, young girl walking home after her shift at a bar, uh, you know, knifed umpteen times in the back on the street in New York in front of all these multi-story, you know, uh, apartments. She's screaming bloody murder. Um, the attacker gets scared off, comes back a half hour later to finish her off in the stairwell that she had pulled herself into around the corner, rapes her, takes her money, kills her, leaves her for dead. She bleeds out in the arms of her friend. Come to find out the next day or two, New York Times runs an article saying 38 people watched or heard it happen and couldn't be bothered to call the cops. You had one lady whose husband was picking up the phone to dial the cops saying, oh, honey, I'm sure it's not really what you heard. It's none of your business. Go back to bed. So we have a long history of being bystanders. And what the audience needs to understand and what I'm going to be speaking about this Friday is you need to know that we are hardwired to duck and run for cover to save our own selves. But that doesn't do us any favors when we are part of a group. You save the group first or you don't have yourself to save. And Stanley Milgram, another prime example. This man did a study in the late 1960s at Yale where he got people to come in for a memory test and he wired one of them up with electrodes and told the other guy, when your buddy here gets the answer wrong on the test, you need to give him a shock. And the shock went all the way up to 450 volts. It was on an increasing gradient for every wrong answer. And two out of three people, Sam, despite being good, Christian, God-loving, never had a parking ticket Americans, when a guy a doctor in a white labs coat said, you have to continue shocking your neighbor even though you're, you're not happy doing it, said, okay, and shocked their neighbor over a wrong answer on a memory test to the point of what would have been death. Turned well, out don't get it wrong for shocked. crying out loud. See, what are these people thinking? Yeah. I mean, what the I know, heck right? is going on? And the, anyway, I, I hate to derail, but that answers your question, Lol. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, we... we, we we need to be better individually. Every single person, every single one of us need to be better. We need to stand up for, for truth and righteousness in every venue. I mean, all the time, everywhere, if we expect the society to, to, to be better. Because it will only be raised by individuals acting individually. Don't expect the collective to raise itself. Gangs are how societies go down. Individuals are how society goes up. Sam? Lee, it's hard to even comprehend that this is happening. I believe society is so fearful now of everything, whether it's you know yeah. the COVID, whether it's climate change, whether it's what's happening in the streets that I got to duck and run from. How do we get Americans to gain some mojo to say, wait a minute, not on, hold on, not on my watch? Because you know what? The next generation, our children are at stake here. You can duck and cover for your own today, but tomorrow it'll be much worse for your children if you do. Yeah. You, you, you learn. You learn about the sins of, of, of our history so we don't repeat them. And the reason I think we're facing a second Holocaust is because we didn't fully learn the lesson the first time. FDR and Churchill came to the rescue of Europe and the world, uh, but they did so after their own you know, behinds were in the sling, after Pearl Harbor was bombed and the like. Uh, but, the, but at the end of the day, what needed to happen in my humble opinion, in Nazi Germany, is the people who were being brainwashed needed to know they were being brainwashed. You know, Hitler took radio, and his minister of war was later heard to say, through the technical means of things like radio and loudspeaker, which they put into every house, every factory, every town square, 80 million people 
were deprived of independent thought. He didn't want to get the news out to the Germans. He wanted to brainwash them over and over, which is what we're seeing with mainstream media, until such time they would sing louder when the cattle cars of the screaming Jews were going back by en route to Auschwitz. And that's what we're seeing right now. And the way to stop it is to educate yourself, know what's happening, and know that this time nobody's coming to our rescue. We are coming to our own rescue. We are going to stand up for our kids. We are going to take our school boards back. We are going to one by one take our county boards of supervisors back, our local, our state governments, and our national governments back. And we are going to do it because make no mistake, my friend, every damn time that, that cheering has threatened to do the world in, good people have finally gotten off their couch into the fray and said, not on our watch. We are not going to let evil reign supreme. Good people are going to take this country, this nation, this world back, and we have. But it's a heck of a lot easier fight when you get in the game earlier rather than later. And that is why I want to see everybody who's got a pulse and a brain and a heart, uh, to, to reference the Wizard of Oz here a little bit, at the We Can Act conference this Friday and Saturday, Salt Lake City, WeCanAct.net. You've got to know what's going on so you can fight it and leave this country a better place for our kids. Final question, Lowell? No way, uh, just thank you so very much, Lee. I'm so excited to welcome you to Salt Lake City this coming weekend to be part of this WeCanAct.net, this Liberty Conference. It's going to be awesome, and you are a part of it. So thank you so very much for coming right. to be I, part of it. I know before the end of the hour, Lee is part of Frontline Doctors. <clears throat> Look, <clears throat> I believe COVID can be very serious for people. Let's not play games. The problem is there are solutions that are flat out being not only ignored but ridiculed and mocked while Congress literally knows better. Over 100, almost 200 members of Congress, their families and their staffs have taken, taken ivermectin. They've flat out deceived yep. the people. It, it's criminally. It's criminal. There's, there's going to be crimes against humanity, just like there were with the Nuremberg trials at the end of World War II. But in the meantime, as I've been saying, knowledge is power, my friend. Uh, you need to know that you don't have to go to a hospital, that once you've gone to a hospital, you can get your family or yourself back out of there if they're trying to kill you. Uh, sign up to follow me at LeeDundas.com and go to America's Frontline Doctors to get the help you need to keep your family safe. There you have it, Lee. Thank you so much. We'll look forward to seeing you at the conference. Absolutely. I'll be there. There she goes, doing a phenomenal job, ladies and gentlemen. WeCanAct.net, the conference this weekend. I'll be there live as well. WeCanAct.net, put in the capital letters, keyword liberty, and get 50 bucks off per ticket. We want you there in person, folks. Be there, will you please? Lowell, thank you so much, sir. You're welcome, Sam. Lowell Nelson doing a phenomenal job as always as well. Thank all of you for being here. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. Two more incredible guests on your radio. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2021. 
This is our two of two, and as you know, our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, we believe the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. Man, have we just got the guests rolling today. Johnny Vance with me now. He's writer, director of the Tuttle Twins series. Angel.com, or you can get the Angel app on your iPhone or Android. Now, Johnny is a very interesting character, ladies and gentlemen. He's got his hands in a lot of stuff. He's the creator, writer, director, if you will, for the Tuttle Twins show. Now, I know that uh, the books were created by Connor Boyack, but I'm just telling you, Johnny is the writer, director, and it, hey, turns it all into film, right? He led the crowd funding for the series as well, raising what, near $3 million to make Tuttle Twins the number one crowdfunded animated kids show in history. He's also involved with Harmon Brothers. He's a creative director, etc. And Harmon Brothers is a Utah bat, uh, ad agency that is behind some of the most viral campaigns you've ever seen in internet history. Anyway, enough on Johnny or we won't have time to talk to him. Hello, sir. Hello. Thanks for, so much for having me, Sam. So catch me up a little bit then. How do you get so creative? How do, how, I just don't understand guys like you. How do you just get so prolific and creative and think of this stuff? Uh, I went to the Tuttle Twins event the other night, and I'm telling you right now, there is adult, uh, I shouldn't say adult humor. That's not fair because everybody takes that all wrong in America. There's grown-up humor that, that people that are a little older get in these kids' series. So you've got the kids loving it and laughing and having a good time and learning, but then you've got the adults who bust up laughing too at the same time. How do you guys do this stuff? Well, um, you know, that's the goal. Uh, we wanted to create a show that we wouldn't turn off as parents, uh, that was both educational and entertaining. And, I mean, I'm a dad of two, and I'm already getting so sick and tired of just the kid shows today um they're so dumbed down <laughs> and uh there's nothing for the parents in fact some of them were very grating for the parents and so we we looked at this differently we thought well let's make it educational let's make it entertaining and hey let's throw in some jokes for mom and dad that the kids might not get but aren't going to be distracting or inappropriate everything in it ladies and gentlemen is appropriate it's fun it's entertaining uh, it's educational it's fast moving and just so people understand, the Tuttle Twins TV series is an entertaining way to teach children about the values of freedom. The TV series is based on the best-selling books, which has sold over 3 million copies to date, ladies and gentlemen. But it really attacks and takes on 40 years of indoctrination from the education system and turns that around and says, hey, wait a minute now. America is valuable. The principles of liberty do count. They do matter. But how do you teach that to children in a way that they get it and that it's fun? Well, you take them on adventures, right, Johnny? Right. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess the premise for our show is uh, a grandma moves in with her two twin grandkids and their family, and she takes them on adventures in her wheelchair time machine. Like you were saying, we'll visit founding fathers. We'll visit, uh, you know, very 
influential economists like Adam Smith will will see all these things firsthand uh, and then and then kind of package it with a lot of entertainment that kids don't even realize they're learning. I think that's the that's the main goal. We want to we want to compete with Paw Patrol here for uh for eyeballs. <laughs> now uh, this crowdfunding is just surprising to me and the reason that I want to focus on this is because I think it's the key to not only the Tuttle Twins uh, but it was started with the chosen, this new crowdfunding kind of idea that you guys have a way to kind of pay it forward, etc. I want to talk about that in relation to the chosen, where it was piloted and then it was carried forward, no doubt, successfully with the Tuttle Twins. Uh, the reason I want to highlight this so much is because it's the key for us to take back and build our own institutions, to take back and build our own uh, movies and and films and TV shows and books, and I mean the list is endless of what we can do uh, working together, Johnny. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, let me speak to that. Um, if you look at the Hollywood industry, the movie industry, it is a fraction of, of the size of, say, the big tech industry. And so why is it so important? Uh, it's so important because that is influence. Hollywood is influence, right? And um, Hollywood would never have made this show. They would never have made The Chosen. Um, and so what Angel did, and Angel's our distribution partner, is they created a platform that would allow the everyday American to invest in shows like this. And I think the minimum investment for ours was $100. Um, but it's a new law and Angel totally built a platform to, to do that. And so The Chosen became, I think they raised $11 million from the crowd on something that Hollywood would not make. And it, it's, it's if you haven't seen it, it's, it's this incredible show about the life of Jesus. Um, in a way that you've never seen. It's the first multi-season TV series about Jesus. Um, and then we did it the same where, um, you know, our show is is, is, is very uh, freedom-based and it's something that Hollywood and certainly Hollywood with the influence of China would not make. Um, they're having to bow to to uh, China now and, and uh, the economic pressures there because it's the biggest film market. Um, anyways, so that uh, using Angel was a way for us to fund it outside of the system and be able to be true to the principles that we want to teach. Um, a recent national poll found that 63% of American families want family-friendly content. 40% are willing to fund it. And we definitely saw that. We were amazed at the demand. It's so many people coming out of the woodwork, putting their money where their mouth is, investing, and, and helping our show become made. Now, let me make a critical point for people to understand. When you hear 40% are willing to fund it, you realize that's a big number, but you say, wow, it's not a big enough number. It should be like 100%. I get it, but a lot of people just hear the concept and go, yeah, I'd fund it. That's where you get your 40%. But after people see the productions, I'm telling you that number is going to increase because people realize the value, the impact, the real contribution to society that's being made here. Uh, so I say that number is great, but I submit to you that after you guys roll out a lot of these things, most people become converts and go, wait a minute, I'm, I'm a whole lot more for this than I had realized. And it's more important than I had previously understood, Johnny. We certainly hope so. All right. Anyway, I think that's an important point to really kind of highlight for people. They say this, ladies and gentlemen, today we're pushing back against the education system and uh, those folks that are trying to say parents who want to hold their schools to account are terrorists and, and all this kind of stuff, the FBI after them and all that. We're pushing back with the Tuttle Twins, the first TV show teaching kids the values of freedom, 
based on these books that have sold over 3 million uh, copies. Um, this is taking it to a whole new audience, though. Books are one thing. Uh, a lot of the homeschoolers and, and, you know, parents that want their children to read and all that kind of stuff, that's where the books come in. Uh, but you know what? Taking it to, to TV and to the airwaves, that's a whole different ball game. expanding the audience tremendously, Johnny. Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly our goal. Um, we realize that there's only a certain amount of the audience in the market that's going to find the books. And it's generally going to come from parents who are who are very tuned in to the liberty movement. Um, our our goal with this show is to make it spread like wildfire. We want the ideas of freedom. We want to share the ideas of freedom with a hundred million kids, and that's 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 the goal. That's the vision. And that's a we tall know that order, we can but only with TV, do it's doable. It's doable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we know we can do it. And and when you create a show or or entertainment that kids like they they begin to share it with their friends and so we hope that we can create something that both kids will share with their friends at school um and parents will share with other parents and that will just begin to spread um and 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 change hearts and minds that's the main goal change hearts and minds ladies and gentlemen do it through entertainment use crowdfunding so you don't got to depend on hollywood distribute it via the new angel app and we're coming up on a break here for a second but i want to really just talk about this angel app uh it's from angel studios ladies and gentlemen that's the partner that's involved in this crowdfunding involved in making the tuttle twins and the chosen and future projects happen maybe johnny will give us a little tidbit on future projects too but you know there's video assets that uh, relate to the the pilot episode the trailer a whole lot more um, this is stuff that we can tink our teeth into, ladies and gentlemen, and really get behind and support. And I hope not only the homeschoolers of the crowd, uh, but all of you have been kind of on the sidelines. Uh, that can change. And, and the whole point is with this Angel app and what they're doing in the future projects, there's ways now that we've had the American people who have been sitting on the sidelines going, man, I, I, I can't stand Hollywood. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, now being able to direct by funding the development of future projects and a whole lot more. We'll get into that. We'll get into the app a little bit more. Remember, folks, these are the Harmon brothers, and, and Johnny works with them and for them as a partner with them. Uh, and really the focus here is saying, hey, how do we take back entertainment and make it moral again? How do we bring the people what they want and not just slide them into oblivion uh, in perversion? Uh, and you know what? VidAngel was kind of one of the key starting points for that. And we've interviewed uh, Neil Harmon uh, several times on that effort. It's been a battle with Hollywood to the tune of big money. But Americans are winning and we're finding ways to, I don't know if you want to say build a better mousetrap, but that's how it is. Johnny Vance with me. When we come back, we'll talk about these things, especially the app and how you, ladies and gentlemen, can help be involved in the solutions. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. 
With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. You know how you hear certain names and you're just like, man, that's a stage name. That's a great name. Johnny Vance, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think of that one? Johnny Vance with me, ladies and gentlemen. He's a writer and director of the Tuttle Twins. And I was mentioning right before the pause that, you know what, Americans, you've been sidelined by Hollywood, that's for sure. You just shut up and listen, and they'll just spew you communism and perversion till the cows come home. Not anymore, baby. Angel Studios and others are partnering together to make a difference, starting out with the chosen. Tremendous point to Christ. And now the Tuttle Twins helping folks understand from adults that enjoy good humor to the children who love the adventure. Uh, it's all about what we can do together. And I submit to you the app is going to be one of the great keys here, ladies and gentlemen, because it's our own controlled channel that lets us say we want good moral entertainment, Johnny. Absolutely. That, that, is, that is our North Star. Um, so the Angel app is really, really cool because you can go to angel.com, you can download this free app, and then you can watch the show absolutely free. Um, the model that we're working out is... If, if you like what you see and you want to spread the message more, we have a pay it forward option where you can you can give us 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 100 bucks even or, or more if you want to spread this message to more people. And that's what helps keep the app alive and free um, and, and, and shareable. And that's what's propelled The Chosen, uh, the other show. Um, they really get so much more influence and reach when people pay it forward to be able to to spread it to to every part because there's a lot of people who will never pay for a show like this but will be very changed by it if they can just watch it and that's why we want to keep it free and want it want it to spread it reminds me of sacred money though seeding the solution for americans future Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I'm familiar with that sacred money. 
Oh, it's just I'm saying it's sacred money because if I put my money in and I pay it forward, oh, yeah. and I say I'm going to do this so that I can invest in the morality of those around me. You mentioned that hey, they may some other people may not pay for it, but they'll be changed forever. We're investing in that's absolutely here. right. This is a sacred cause we're engaged in to take back our whole culture from those who would want to cancel it, from those who are holly warped or I, Hollywood. You know, this is a sacred endeavor <laughs> and sacred money driving this uh, agenda, in my view. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we definitely, it is sacred to us. Um, it's, it's the lifeblood of this movement. And uh, if, our, if our goal is 100 million kids, um, it's only possible uh, with, with uh, partners. One of the phrases they're using to describe this, ladies and gentlemen, is woke education solved as they promote the Tuttle Twins helping children uh, become educated in the true genius, the blessing of America. Uh, but the app is called Angel.com. It's not called TuttleTwins.com. Uh, or the app is the Angel app. There's going to be more where this came from, right, Johnny? Right. Um, so uh, in terms of our Tuttle Twins project, um, so we've released the first episode. We're releasing episodes almost weekly until the end of the year. And for this first season, we've already funded the first 12 episodes. So go to the Angel app, download it. You'll be able to get it there. Angel also has many cool projects coming down the line that are already funded. You have one called Riot in the Dance. That's essentially planet Earth, but without making you feel guilty for being a human. Um, they very much <laughs> acknowledge God and the creation of, of Earth. Um, you have uh, Wing Feather Saga, which is a fantastic fantasy book series um, by a Christian author. Um, you have... Uh, a, a very cool one that I'm excited about, uh, a project called David, which is uh, a, a computer animated movie uh, about the life of David uh, from the Bible. And um, it's uh, by many people who left Hollywood wanting to to form their own studio and do something that they that they love. Um, and that one's going to be a juggernaut. I think it, it, it'll be huge when it when it releases. So you'll be still be able to invest in that property. So lots of fun things coming down the line for Angel. Uh, we're just very excited to be part of the ride. And ladies and gentlemen, people like me take delight in putting 15, 50, 100 bucks in uh, from time to time as new things become released, because I believe that I'm part of the solution, right? I'm not just sitting there um, as a bystander that could do nothing while I watch my society get destroyed. I'm not the guy that just basically says, oh, I want something for nothing. I'm not the guy that says, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm the guy that says, hey, you know what? We backed the chosen. We back the Tuttle Twins. We're backing this uh, idea about David and asking a question. And uh, believe it or not, a friend of mine wrote a book called Are You a David? About, you know, standing up and saying, who are you? Okay, so this David example in the Bible is very critical to help people understand. You know what? I may not be able to solve everything, but I just got to do my part and let God take care of the rest, Johnny. Yeah, absolutely. Hollywood is a, is a Goliath. <laughs> So let's uh, let's take it on. <laughs> All right. Now, there's several writers that have been involved in the Tuttle, Tuttle Twins. You're one of them. But part of the creativity is that there's so many different writers, males and females with different different perspectives and kind of a unique humor to be brought to the table. And that's why every episode is so creative and different. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We it, it is such a collaborative team effort. We have Daniel Harmon, who's show running the show. He's overseeing everything. 
Uh, we have, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Kellen Erskine. He's a comic that's been, you know, on all the late night shows and America's Got Talent. Just one of the top comedians in the world. And he also happens to be pretty like-minded with us and, and, and so hilarious. He's, you, you may have seen him on Drive Our Comedy. Um, yeah, we have uh, Zach Atherton, uh, a fantastic improv um, comedian, uh, Kelly Vrooman, uh, who's uh, been involved in many sketch shows and children's TV shows and such a phenomenal comedian. So we have just a host of amazing writers uh, for this show that, that is just a joy to work with. And I think you'll you'll see it if you watch the first episode. You'll see that in the writing. I think you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised that it that it's you know working for adults and kids. I've always been a voice guy. I love voiceovers and unique voice talent and character and stuff like that. I grew up as a teeny kid listening to Wolfman Jack back in the day, kind of stuff. That's how I got started, kind of in radio and and everything. Uh, and I, uh, we went to the Tuttle Twins event live, the premiere preview of it, and everything else. Man, they did all these voices and characters. And it was just. I love that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of talent behind it, ladies and gentlemen. And here's what's interesting. As Angel, as the Angel app grows, and as more people realize this crowdfunding is the, the real answer to take back uh, the morality, high road in entertainment. It can be done by creative people who care. Uh, but I bring this up because all this talent is being brought here. And as Hollywood um, you know, becomes more and more debased, there's a lot of people that are jettisoning it and now gravitating to people like you guys. We're going to see more and more and more of a seat change. We're going to get bigger as they get smaller. It's going to be um, symmetrical. They're going to get smaller fast as we get bigger fast. Because most people care, Johnny. Yeah, that's what we're seeing, uh, Sam. People really do care. They've just felt powerless in the past. And by having something as powerful as investing in crowdfunding um, you can put your money where your mouth is and and at the same time hollywood will fill it and several studios are are looking at angel now um, they ignored them to start but um, it's becoming too big to ignore now so that's a really encouraging um, feeling vid angel angel studios the projects get bigger every time the interaction involvement with the crowdfunding uh, and Christians standing up for morality and entertainment just becoming, uh, in my opinion, more organized, more affecting of change than ever before. Johnny, give me a parting shot. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you for, for your time. Um, people can you know, go to angel.com, download the app, uh, watch it for free. Tell us what you think. We're, we're really excited to hear what you think. You can um, uh, share it with your friends, uh, your family, your communist neighbors, uh, anyone who needs, <laughs> who needs a little dose of freedom. So thank, thank you so much, Sam, for, for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Vance with us. The final question for Johnny is this. Woke education solved. That's a pretty bold statement. But I believe what happens is you give people a little taste of freedom and they start to feel it in their heart, Johnny. And that's what we're trying to achieve. It isn't just a mind thing you can learn. You know, even Satan knows the truth about Christ. But it's the in-your-heart change that happens. Uh, and I believe um, the Tuttle Twins and, and, and 
series like that can truly create that in the heart and in the mind. And that's what your goal is. Final statement, sir. Yeah, that's our goal. Let's get this to 100 million kids. Let's change hearts and minds. Um, We can only do it with your help. Thanks so much, Sam. Thank you, sir. There he goes, Johnny Vance, doing a great job, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. American politician, diplomat, and retired four-star general who served as the 65th Secretary of State from 2001 to 2005, Colin Powell has died from COVID-19 complications. His family reported the passing on Facebook Monday. He was 84. General Powell, the first black U.S. Secretary of State, helped shape American foreign policy in the last years of the 20th century. The Olympic flame for next year's games in China is set to be lit to an empty stadium amid growing international opposition to Beijing hosting the games. Two American citizens were arrested in Athens, Greece, for protesting the Beijing 2022 Olympics. Quote, we are calling on a full boycott of the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics due to China's genocide against the Uyghur people and the unprecedented levels of repression inside Tibet, Hong Kong, Southern Mongolia, and Democratic Taiwan. USA Radio News. Hear that? That's the sound of a man guarding his home around the clock. Because he has 24-7 professional monitoring from Simply Safe Home Security. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe keeps watch night and day. If there's trouble, Simply Safe alerts him and will dispatch emergency help when needed. Get free shipping with the order of a new system at simplysafe.com today. It's a my pillow for the rest of your body. The My Pillow Mattress Topper. You will sleep well. Check it out. MyPillow.com, promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Don't forget using my promo code USA will save you a bunch of money on anything on the My Pillow website. Christmas is coming. Get ready. MyPillow.com, promo code USA, 1-800-951-8175. The supply chain of goods waiting to be unloaded at Southern California ports has many retailers concerned. Let's get an update with Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau. As supply chain shortages continue across the country, there is concern over how the problem is being fixed. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg appears on NBC's Meet the Press on Sunday to talk about what is driving these shortages and how the Biden administration is responding. What I can tell you is that, uh, you know, we're doing everything we can for the short term and the long term. And there are some X factors out there on everything from from uh, you know, pandemic-related closures of factories and ports in Asia uh, to things that are going on through the chain on the U.S. side. Buttigieg also using the excuse that the turnover rate of truck drivers is high and that the shortages are not only driven by supplies, but the demand for these items. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. We are USA Radio News. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. 
five, ladies and gentlemen, we were trying to call you on the break, uh, ma'am. And so the bottom line is you got to answer that number, and then we can have you on the radio. I'm live on the radio this very second. So if you just answer your phone, my board op will call you right now. Thanks so much. All right, call one more time, Cameron. We'll get our guest with us. I hate to do that on the radio. I just have no choice where I have dead air while people call me while we're trying to go live, right? So <laughs> we're just doing the best we can, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but this is live radio, and sometimes behind the scenes it gets a little bit crazy. And 99% of the time we make it to where you don't even notice, right? <laughs> but once in a while in the scramble it leaks through live. I either give you silence or share the conversation behind the scenes a little bit, right? And because I don't even have a co-host with me right now, I'm all by myself, and that's how it is. So there you have that, ladies and gentlemen. We had Johnny Vance, though, on talking about this incredible uh, angel app that they're working on. And they're really crowdfunding entertainment. Uh, it's an incredible new model. And it's taken on Hollywood like never before. Tuttle Twins is distributed via the new Angel app from Angel Studios. The first six episodes are being released right now, one every other week on the new Angel app, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, all this is made possible by everyday Americans. You can get involved and fund it and make a difference. And that's one of the things I love about it the most. Not only do you get great entertainment, but you can also feel like you're part of something big part of something that's happening uh, so there you have it all right do we have our guest uh cam karma newberry with me ladies and gentlemen and uh she's going to join us at the weekendact.net conference coming up this weekend as well as a speaker weekendact.net is the website if you don't have your tickets now put in the keyword all capital letters liberty Ladies and gentlemen, when you do that, you get $50 off per ticket. Would love you to go in person. There's streaming options if you just cannot make it, but really, would love you to be in person. There's nothing like in person. Uh, you feel the sacred cause of liberty like nobody's business, and that's our goal at WeCanAct.net. We want you to learn, and then we want you to act is kind of the key. Karma Newberry with me, and uh, we're talking about her experience. we got to expose the use, ladies and gentlemen, of biological weapons. You know what? It's happening against the United States people, folks. You and I. And we don't have to suffer alone. Karma, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Thanks for having me. All right. Your journey is especially personal and interesting. Uh, let's talk about who you are as a person a little bit and then move into, I guess you ended up with Lyme disease, right? Yeah. Do you want to um, go over what you know about me so far? Just give me a little bit on who you are first. Okay, um, I uh, um, I grew up here in Utah, out in Grantsville, Utah, and um, I uh, have been a business owner for the last uh, 30 years, owned uh, Wasatch Pipeline Supply and then sold that, and now I own Discovery Hydrovac. And then I ended up coming down sick uh, about 10 years ago. I, I had other ailments, you know, leading up to that point when I was younger, but where it really hit me hard was about 10 years ago, and so I've been dealing with that ever since. Wow. So you're a business owner, prolific, been involved for a long time in the business world, and hey, eventually sickness takes over. You're so sick you can't really carry on, right? Yeah, I, I had a nurse by my bedside for probably over a year. Um, uh, I've had about four years of uh, pick lines and ports uh, in my chest, which I still have one underneath uh, for IVs every week. Um, I just um, pretty much, you know, I've got a lot of it uh, in remission right now, but I'm still battling with some of it. 
But yeah, it's been a nonstop journey for a long time. So when you were so sick, you decided, hey, I'm going to go on a quest for learning. I got to figure this out. I got to find out what the heck I can do. I, I just can't remain sick like this. And that's how the awakening began for you, right? It did. Um, I finally got to a specialist, uh, Dr. Von Johnson down in Provo, and he was a naturopathic and, you know, integrated doctor that, um, you know, it's hard to get into around here and took me, uh, like months, you know, for uh, me and my, uh, ex-husband to get in there at the same time. And, but, uh, it took him about three months to peel me back like an onion. And then he said, you know, I, I know what's wrong with you. And, and he said, and he says, you have Lyme disease. And I, di- I didn't know what that was. I, I think I remember learning about it when I was a kid, but I, I didn't know what it was. So I kind of got dumped in the middle of something that I could not for the life of me figure out how I could have gotten in the first place. And, um, you know, I know when I first started getting really sick though, um, you know, about that nine or so years ago, um, I knew whatever it is that I was suffering with, I knew it was what my mom had for uh, over 50 years. And um, and that whole time, I remember them always saying that my mom was uh, mentally ill and that she didn't feel pain and, you know, she didn't have the nerve pain or the um, stomach aches all the time and the insomnia and all of the mental stuff that goes along with it when people don't believe you and and so following that journey following my mom down that journey and knowing that those doctors that did all those horrible things for her and they uh took her away to the state hospital here in utah for about a year when i was younger and they did shock treatment therapy on her and all kinds of stuff like that and so when it comes to the realization after reading this book that uh, the board that I sat on Global Lyme Alliance out of Connecticut asked me to read this book that came out in 2019. And and so I read it and, uh, and something definitely happened um, when I read it. it. It was uh, shocking to me by the fourth or fifth chapter. It had a picture of the 1968 Dugway sheep kill on the bottom of the page. And I knew at that moment that um, that they had poisoned her, and and that's exactly what happened, and that's why I was sick as well. But so I ended up down at Invita Medical Clinic. Um, I found out that the best treatments were available um, after going to Dr. Jemsick, which he did the best that he you know could, but. It still was, you know, making me worse, and it was making me better. So I ended up down at Invita. I had heard from other board members that Invita was the integrative and naturopathic late-stage cancer doctors. And so I ended up down there and got treatment, and they, they saved my life. I mean, 100% they saved my life. But I remember being down there when um, I, I listened to this book that the board of directors wanted me to listen to, and when all that happened, I remember being so upset that I, you know, was over at the clinic getting treatment and they pretty much just said, um, you know, they couldn't calm me down because, you know, it was almost like just this great big mourning of the fact that not only can your own government 
poisoning you, but then they can cover it up and lie about it. And so, but Dino Prado and, and man, what a wise man he is. I remember when I was really upset about it and, and he come into one of the treatment rooms and I'll never forget it, but he said, he said, if you open your heart to God, amazing things will happen. And, and that night for me, like everything changed that night when I did that. So, ladies and gentlemen, the upshot is many of the diseases we're experiencing, ladies and gentlemen, are intentionally created and promoted to make us sick. That's really the bottom line of Carmen or Carmen Newberry's uh, experience. Okay, we got to expose the use of biologic weapons on we, the American people, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to suffer this alone. You're not crazy. Uh, you're. Oftentimes, it's that, you know what, you don't have any answers. WeCanAct.net is where you go to get tickets. Carmen will be speaking, uh, articulating her experience, and then how we can fight this, folks. Why do so many Americans have Lyme disease and other diseases like this? It didn't used to be this way, folks, but it is now, and you got to wonder why. Karma? Um, Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, the one thing we know for sure is is that they did it in a way of almost like layering it on top of us, right? Every so many years, they just add another layer, right? Because if they were going to depopulate the world, and they've been doing this across the world, this is just not the United States. This is the entire world they have been doing this on, and they have been doing it in layers stacked up on top of each other over the years. Because if they killed us all off at once, it was going to it was gonna be so, you know, everybody was going to notice, right? But they did it over a hundred year period, then maybe everybody wouldn't notice. And that's exactly where we are today. Carmen Newberry with me, ladies and gentlemen, one of the speakers at the We Can Act conference this weekend. WeCanAct.net. Get your tickets today. Put in the keyword all caps Liberty and get a fifty dollars off each ticket. We want to see you there. Karma in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? 
Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Carmen Newberry with me, ladies and gentlemen. Join us in exposing the use of biological weapons on all of us, ladies and gentlemen. COVID is the easiest one to understand, but this has been going on for a long time. It's been layered over the top of the American people for quite some time, making us more sick, more dependent on big pharma as the days go by. It's a tragic reality check that Americans must deal with. WeCanAct.net is the conference this weekend. Karma, one of the speakers. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, you said that you read this book uh, and you saw uh, back in 1968 uh, on one of the pages and it, and it kind of woke you up. Give people a little bit uh, more detailed explanation because part of the problem is when you're so knowledgeable about this karma, it's hard. other people just need to get caught up, right? Sure, no, I understand that. And um, let me just clarify one thing for sure is that I mean, there is absolutely no question that we have rock-solid proof of these things happening and and that we intend to expose the whole plot at this event. And so that's why it's so important for everybody to tune in. But um, going back to the 68, so, um, well, this is the thing that's interesting is that I found out that it was, I wasn't even born yet. I wasn't born until 72. And so... In 68, um, my mom was, a, I think, a second or third grade school teacher out there, and um, they had an accident uh, uh, one night where 6,400 dead sheep showed up on the West Desert. And I don't think that they, they all died at the same time, but they all suffered and hemorrhaged uh, inside out, basically. So that's just horrible, anything about that, too. But, um, but yeah, so they... I, I found all the documentation, obviously it was an international incident and all that. But when I got talking to the people and all the other information that we were finding around here, it was about that maybe that the sheep had eat, eaten a um, poisonous weed. And you're like, okay, well, how in the world do you have all those sheep in one time period all kill over dead or, you know, sick and, and all that all over the ground in one night. And, so anyway, in the congressional hearing, though, after that, which Congress didn't even know what Dugway was even doing out there. And so they lied under oath and the documents will prove that they lied under oath and said that they had not done any biological testing out there. Well, let me tell you one thing is, that is clear. We not only have just that one 1968, we have 1,100 open chemical and biological weapons testing that we know of. So... I don't know how much more there is, but that's something that uh, we, I mean, there's so much proof of it and all of it's going to be exposed at this event. So we're hoping everybody will join us. 
ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of thing that's been done. And if, if you don't believe me, they gave black people syphilis back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, to try to do some experiments and stuff like this. It was just dastardly evil, satanic. Really, at the core of this is Satan's plan to destroy populations, to depopulate the planet, uh, to take over and create a tyr- tyrannical reality. And COVID is really, in my mind, just the latest. There's no doubt that it was engineered in a lab. There's no doubt that it was intentionally released on the people. And you say to me, Sam, how, do you, how are you so sure? Well, anecdotal reality is really important to understand, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you an example. Ivermectin is one of the greatest miracle solutions to prevent people from dying from COVID, to help people get well. It is a miracle drug. Dr. Pierre Corey even testified before Congress that that is the facts. He has a team of experts. It's not just him. It's many of them. Okay, he testified before Congress. Then YouTube kicks the video off YouTube. All right. Well, why? I mean, if Congress can hear it, can't we? No, not according to YouTube. Well, then you got the government mocking ivermectin, saying it's just horse poop. Don't take it. Da 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 da. They even uh, attacked Joe Rogan for taking it. Joe Rogan says you're lying. You're not being genuine. Now they're admitting they got caught. They weren't being genuine. He took a legitimate prescription from a physician. It wasn't horse poop or whatever you want to call it at all. That was a lie. Well, now we discover that one to 200 members of Congress and their families and their staffs are all taking ivermectin. Well, why would the government down the greatest solution and mock it when that is one of the great answers that could save lives? Because this is an agenda for them. If it really leaked out of a lab and it was really the communists, they're the only ones at fault then they wouldn't be downing solutions when they come about. They would be praising them and saying, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. Ivermectin is the answer. How do we get, instead of ventilators in everybody's hands, how do we get ivermectin in everybody's hands? Instead of vaccinations in everybody's hands, how do we get, okay, but they're not doing that. Right now, oxygen is a controlled substance. So if you can't breathe, you're forced to go to the hospital. Then they run around and go, our hospitals are so full, we can't even deal with it. Well, I went to the hospital the other day, and it wasn't full. It was like a ghost town almost. Okay, uh, why are they lying to you? And, and, if they, and if they really aren't on this agenda with these chemical weapons, um, then why would they then cover up real answers that could save your very life? I struggled to get ivermectin for days when I was super sick and almost died from COVID. And ivermectin, once I finally got it from a frontline doctor, it changed my life and saved my life. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious business, but Carmen, this is just kind of the latest in a series of events that's been layered onto us over the last 50 plus years, right? Yeah, um, and another good point, too, is uh, one of the other things that we found is people uh, were testing for organisms that aren't even found naturally in the United States. And so how would they possibly answer for that? And so we've come to the point where we cannot give up our liberty and our freedom anymore, and it's time for patriots to rise up and, and take down this deep state because, you know what, it's we the people that decide. We decide, right? And we elect these people, and it is taken over this whole planet, this evil that needs to be taken out, and, and uh, help is on its way, and, and I can't wait for that to happen, and I'm very excited for what's uh, going to be coming soon karma this is such a big statement to make that the government and governments around the world are literally using uh biological weapons on us all right this is a bold 
statement, but we need to expose the use of biological weapons on the people. At first, they just think we're crazy. How do we help people traverse that incredible learning curve? Oh, they they just need to come and join us at the event, and um, they'll learn all about it. There, there's also a streaming option, too, that is up that people can get streaming, too, because we expect that people will be watching this from around the world. There's no doubt about that. Um, as you discovered this, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but sinister plot, if you will, what shocked you the most about it? Because I, I, I'm convinced that it's, it's one thing for this to be happening, but it's another to how many people really know about it? How much does Congress really know? How much does your president really know or your state legislative bodies? And how really how much is known by people that could really stop it or expose it? Well, you know, I got a copy of the documents. Uh, we have over 5,000 documents, and I got copies of them. I tried to get um, Chris Smith out of New Jersey to take them. He didn't want anything to do with them. I tried uh, getting them to Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee, and uh, they didn't want them, but they took a small sample of them. Uh, and the, the evidence that we sent over just in uh, 20 or more that we sent over was so damning that there was no denying it and uh we still haven't that was over a year ago and we have gotten no response other than i finally got an email back a couple months ago basically saying that you know he'd get back to me at the end of the year and i and this is what i told him i said so you want me to go back out to these people that all have cancer and they don't realize that all these other ailments and cancer is caused because they've poisoned us with all of this stuff to make your immune system uh, compromised so that you can't go out there and fight. Uh, and so it's like a breeding ground for cancer. And But, you know, the thing that is uh, is crazy to me is that the the poisoning is one thing, and but the level of the cover-ups that they do and the way that they do it, and they include the institutions, they include the government, they include Congress, they include Big Pharma, they include uh, uh, Boeing, Pfizer, Merck, all of them. We have documentation showing six pages of these great big corporations involved and the institutions involved in this these poisoning plots that they had put together and were perpetrating on the the people of the world, right? It wasn't even just the, the U.S. They were doing it around the world. But that's what the deep state does, right, is they're just pure evil, and, and we all know it. Um, but I'll tell you, through this awakening process, and that was that, you know, God started talking to me, and, uh, and, and um, that once that awakening process started, you know, it was like I was trying to figure it all out in my mind. And the more I'd read documents and all that, I would be asking God, like, questions like, well, I wonder if this or I wonder if this. And then it would just it would just come to me or it would come to me in a in a song or it would come to me in blinking lights. And um, and there's no denying there's no denying in this waking up process for me that. Like I found God and, uh, and I don't, I'm never going to lose him again. Ladies and gentlemen, Karma Newberry will be a speaker at the weekend act conference coming up this weekend. She'll be exposing the use of biological weapons on we, the people 
on the people of the United States, but people around the world as well. And this plot is not a single instance. It has been layered on one layer at a time. It is a continued effort that is now with COVID and who knows what's to come after COVID ratcheting up its attack on we, the people, they believe they have the upper hand now and they can just expose their fraud. And they, they believe we can't do anything about it. I submit they're wrong. I submit we can and will do something about it. And if we're on God's side, we win in the end. Uh, but karma, they're so bla- brazen now. They they think it's too late for us to even do anything about it. Don't they? Um. Yeah. Well, I, no, I actually think that they know that we're coming. So, um, and we're going to come quick and it's going to be fast and we're going to get this taken care of. And then we, we have a lot of big plans moving forward and I can't wait for everybody to see it. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, karma Newberry really breaking this down. It's a very complicated topic and it's really hard uh, for people to kind of go from A to Z on this thing because it's so evil so diabolical that it's hard to really even believe you're this can't be serious right but it is serious it is real the documentation proves it and it is very very scary indeed but the first thing you got to have is knowledge to understand that what's really happening and then you've got to as karma pointed out instead of just being angry and livid ticked off you've got to kind of go back and let your heart be the lead on this thing and say okay I'm going to open up to God. God, what would you have me do going forward with this knowledge? How can I act now? Karma, thanks so much. Thanks, Sam. WeCanAct.net is the conference, ladies and gentlemen. Put in your capital letters, Liberty, as the code to get 50 bucks off per ticket. Would love to see you there in person. If you just can't make it, there is a streaming option. Check that out as well. But be there in person. I'll be there live with our booth, LovingLiberty.net. Karma and others will be speaking. It's going to be a, I don't know if I had to use the term barn burner, but an incredible conference. The learning is just going to be out of this world. The speaker lineup is at WeCanAct.net. Check that out as well. Two hours in the can. Thanks for being with us. My name is Sam Bushman, LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundTable.com. Donate today and support us. We declare this nation shall endure.